This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, and also with John Redman. John Redman is a pilot. He's retired. He has been serving alongside some of our leaders. And we want to talk about a really special topic today, David. We want to talk about retirement. What does God want us to do in our retirement years? How do we know it's time to retire in order to give more of ourselves to the service of the Lord? So David, I want to just toss it right to you and just tell me a few of these thoughts about some of these retired people who have come alongside SOM International and really invested their lives in their later years for the ministry of Christ. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. And now, if people are just listening and they didn't catch part one, this is actually part two with John, so I'd really encourage people Mm -hmm. to go back to get some more context. Now, John, I'm just so thrilled to have you on because you're one of the most humble brothers I know, and yet so capable of a whole Navy career and a career with United Airlines now and just coming into retirement. And this last week, we were talking, and you were talking about you and your wife and how you're pursuing the next season of life. And what that looks like, and one of the things that we have in common is um, not only our interest in aviation, while I'm not a true pilot, I'm just a dabbler and fly with these very capable person, we also have in common sailing. And and so yes. one of the things that, you know, I'm going to bring up a context, I'm going to have you jump in, John, is that, you know, you and Julie have been really seeking the Lord for what's the next season. And one of the things you put in your heart is possibly this whole sailing but using it for kingdom because you guys talked about and really captured my heart now it's not even worth it if it's not doing kingdom work so you know here here you have this navy career a united career and you could retire comfortably serve yourself and you know and and, and mitigate risk kind of thing but you're no you're willing to pour out still so john i, I just want to throw it to you immediately as you and julie have processed this what things are you learning as a leader in christ and a leader serving those at risk too, that God is teaching these things. And what does that look like? Uh, well, I remarkably, I run into people who are weighing a burden of, of what to do. They, they, you know, we see in our society that we have uh, a lot of options going forward. As you near retirement, how long do I work? Uh, what kind of a quality of lifestyle do I want to avail for myself after retirement? And you know, we're probably one of the unique societies where we have those options to really build up wealth. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of our wealth building years are towards our end of retirement years. But those are also very productive years in serving the Lord. And some people, as they approach this time, they're weighing, what what do I do with this? There's a burden. And for those that are out there that have this burden, it's like, you know that there's, that there's a, a message to be given to this world. You know that mm-hmm. there's something weighty. And Yet I'm still working at my job, and and it, it's serving well. It's it's you know I'm we're serving in our community. We can do some things you know in short-term missions, but we're always running back, and our priority is to get back in time to get back to work and do our routine. So so John, tell tell me about what what was your journey? How did you know that it that God was saying, okay, this is it, land that plane for the last time with United, and now it's time for you to dedicate yourself full time to me. Well, it's kind of like, um, Noah, I have to build a picture for you for that question, okay. because it, it, it's like Noah, when he built that ark, you know, he's labored for a long time and he got in that thing and, and it's serving his purpose. It weathered storms. 
But, you know, after 40 days, I'm sure it was pretty ripe. He was ready to hit the ground. And when that plank came down and he stepped on terra firma and it was a whole new world for him. Hmm. And it was something that he couldn't say, well, honey, pack up the kids. We're going back. There was no going back. It was it was right. done. And some people look at retirement. Once I do it, it's I mean, it's done. But it is the most exciting, adventuresome, most opportune time that you have in your lifetime. And it isn't something to be afraid of. I wouldn't wait Mm. if you have the opportunity to do it sooner rather than later, because our years on this earth, you know, uh, there's only so much time that you have this usefulness in these bodies. And to to take these gifts and talents, you know, we have, um, Julie and I, we've weathered a lot of storms and We've been through a lot in aviation, I said, as the last message was, uh, it served us well. But, you know, when it's time, you know it. It's just, it's ready. It's time. And um, for us, it is a, a real, a great experience. Now, what would happen for us in our particular situation is we, we saw a need. And, we, and through relationships, we started to follow up on the, the, uh, that need. And then soon uh, we found that it was going to require more and more of our time. John, tell us, uh, what are some of the opportunities that you've been afforded in retirement that you would have never dreamed about being able to do, uh, especially pre-retirement? What are some of the things the Lord's been able to use you in these last years? Yes, well, Julie and I had uh, looked at getting into full-time ministry earlier, and we were trying to go down that path. And we Mm -hmm. ran into a lot of hurdles. And Coming to this point in our, our life, if we look back, if that would have been our trail, we would have, there, there was opportunity to help out some missionaries to a certain extent. But over the years, we had been able to financially help and build some ministries in the mission field. That mm-hmm. has been one uh, big asset. The other is the relationships that were built are um, far superior now over the time that we've been able to work with these missions and missionaries, uh, mm-hmm. Birdville being one of them. And, mm-hmm. and probably the predominant mission that we've been working with. And then at the end of this point in time in our uh, career at United Airlines, so we can afford to put ourselves into the mission field. And if there's anything that um, somebody wants to do or, or we can facilitate that, we don't have any administrative costs. Everything's covered, basically. We're, we're on the mission field. We're doing uh, the work. If somebody wants to join in in a certain way or financially, 100% would be able to go to whatever it is because there's no overhead or administrative costs. So we're able to serve uh, right. that way as well. So we, we, we got yeah, we, we to gotta run to a break here real quick. So uh, when we get back, John, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that stir your heart as far as getting involved with and in, in ministry. And uh, we want to talk a little bit more about how we know that it's time to say, okay, that's the end of my, my career and my full-time working years. Now it's the beginning of a new career where I can uh, give myself wholeheartedly to the Lord and, uh, and how we know it's time for that break. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. 
At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. I'm also online with John Redman. John Redman is one of the one of the workers. Uh, he goes out into the field. He's helping out Humberto. He's a retired pilot. And today we're talking about retirement. And so this is a second part of our conversation. John, you've had some opportunities to serve in some ways, especially with Humberto that you've never been able to serve before. But this has also been an opportunity you've had to go deeper in your faith, to spend more time with the Lord, to be pouring out yourself in service. Tell me a little bit about how you've grown in these years after you said, you know what, United Airlines, we're, we're done with that. And now it's time for me to dedicate myself to the Lord. How has that really helped you to grow spiritually yes spiritually that uh, obviously is the the crux of the momentum of everything that we do mm-hmm. has this spiritual base for myself and my wife the the miracle of the new birth is where it starts and we progress along our way and and you know just easter we read isaiah 53 uh, the the amazing sacrifice that christ did mm-hmm. And then uh, for myself, reading on in 54 and 55, mm. it, it shows a, a progression of, uh, of a life of, um, of challenges at times that we feel like God's far away, God's very near. There's restoration, there's shortcomings, and there's highlights. And then at the end, it just says, you know, you'll go out with joy, you'll be led forth with peace, mm. and the mountains and the hills will burst forth in the singing, and the trees will clap for joy. Mm. And, and it, the promises there. And I look back, I see uh, a trail of what God has done through the course of uh, being in, in the workforce and doing what we can to uh, pour that into the ministry. But then there's a, a, a time where the passion just sh- shifts gears. Mm-hmm. And we realize we have enough. This is yeah. this time on our earth is not for gathering up uh, uh, you know, something a little bit more extravagant. Uh, mm. we're, we're fine. And the opportunities that were made available to us, primarily through relationships of uh, people who are laying their lives down for the Lord, mm. uh, those guys that are on the skinny branches. We saw that as mm. a worthy place to put our efforts. And so, like I said, uh, there's friendships that are with Umberto and his family that uh, we could never shake. It's, it's forever. It's eternal. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize that, it helps tremendously. Amen. And through the relationship with Umberto and his family, I've got to know David and Russell Stendhal and your ministry. Uh, it's just been amazing for mm-hmm. us, for both Julie and myself. So uh, that decision for us to sell our house and get into a condo and to spend our time in Mexico has been very, I mean, it's been an incremental, but it, we've had so much peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, the peace has just been overwhelming. Yeah. John, I, I want you to also go to another aspect because, you know, there's a lot of people listening that very well in the same boat as you right now, thinking about retirement or just entering into it. And, and this is encouraging them, you know, someone in their same uh, season of life. And one of the things that really impacted me, a powerful witness, is the unity that you've maintained and, you know, kept a focus on with your wife, Julie, because yeah, the many talents you know, and the things I brought up sailing at the beginning is this opportunity and thought, well, maybe we can get a sailboat and, and you know, sail the Caribbean area. 
But you and her came to this beautiful unity that unless it has a focus, intentionality of Christ is serving his kingdom that we can they can work with ministries like ourselves and others we're not going to do it and you guys are still in that process and you have the options obviously of all the stuff other things in Mexico and the Caribbean is right there in Mexico so that could maybe be included but you're still even walking through and weighing all those things but I would like you John how has the Lord shown you to keep that unity with your wife because there's others out there right now think about like okay they have some desires but maybe their spouses aren't quite there how has the Lord directed you to keep that unity, and, and how has the Lord worked in that way? Yes. Well, both Julie and I believe that uh, God has created good works for us to walk in beforehand, and it's a privilege to serve the Lord. And He, there, you know, with a lot of us in in this country, we have a lot of options, and uh, there's a lot of things that we can get inspired inspired by and, and get excited about. And the way Julie and I talk about it is that. There's God-conceived ideas, those good works that he prepared beforehand for us to walk in. And then there's man-made inspirations. And I, I call mm-hmm. them ill-conceived mm-hmm. ideas and inspirations. And so discerning between the two sometimes can be tricky. And mm-hmm. if you have the financial options to do either one, you could just easily just go out and do it. But we've learned that if Christ isn't involved with it, it's just a dead-end road. It's, it's empty. Right. There's, there's no reason to go there. And so our heart before the Lord is, we sense this inspiration, Uh, it's real. We've we've pursued uh, the training and it's like we see it, but there's no way we could just go on a boat and just bounce around in the Caribbean and, you know, just for adventure. It's just not, that's not at all what we could do. And so we're seeing pieces and other people that are inspired in the same way and we're talking to each other and the the uh, picture is being built, but we're still trying to discern, is this a, a God inspiration? Is this something that God's putting together? Or is this a, a human inspiration? And that's one of the big distractors of people that are coming into retirement is that we do yeah. have a lot of options with our finances. Yeah, We do a number of things. And so discerning these things that we can get excited about and do and then find out it fizzles out, it really wasn't something for the kingdom after all. Mm-hmm. It pays to... Be with your wife, listen to that sounding board and understand and know that if there's something that you're called to, it's called together and you'll be able to build on each other's vision. Uh, And then it it starts to manifest in other people. For ourselves, if we don't see the picture completely, oftentimes the relationship with another person we don't know yet that uh, has the other piece of the puzzle that uh, and we build those kind of relationships. Uh, for us, ministry is relational. That love of Christ that's set brought upon our hearts is re- easily recognizable. So, David, I want to want to just have you have the last word here. Give us one last thought about you know somebody's considering retirement, and what encouragement can you give them to say, "I'm going to use these retirement years for the service of the Lord." Well, I you know I, I there's so much I hear with you, John, and yeah, there's so the much. Time there. is all so short, but anyway, you know one of the things I, that kind of really jumped out of me here, John, you're sharing is, you know, you're looking at the fruit, bottom line, the fruit of the relationships, the fruit even of your finances, whether it's human born or or God born, and when it's God born, as we talked about, it's increasing relationship with the Lord and with others. And with the goodness and righteousness of, of God, when it's human board, it could be fun and there could be some good things there, but it lacks that divine impact, you know, and that's the discernment piece. And the scripture, mm. of course, says 
we'll know a tree by its fruit and we're to look at the choices we're making. And I think it was, um, you know, thought about how, you know, you look at your checkbook, you'll know where your priorities are. And obviously we, we know where you guys' priorities are just with everything you've talked about, your finances or your decisions. And so I just, um, John, I'd love for you to pray. We don't, we don't do this very often because we're always praying yeah. in our heart, but I'd like you to end with a prayer for those in the same situation right now. And then Mark will bring us out and just praying for others to find freedom and peace and unity with their spouses. They're thinking about these retirement years. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Heavenly Father, it's an honor and a privilege to uh, lay our lives before you and to uh, seek your will, to find those things which you have created beforehand for us to walk into, and also those divine relationships, and primarily our relationship with our spouse, our wife, our husband. These things, God, that uh, are in our lives. I know Julie seeks the Lord daily to find our relationship together in you, Christ, to grow stronger and stronger, and I do the same. I pray for those out there that are weighing these big decisions, trying to understand the nuances of, of getting out of the workforce and starting a new life. And I just pray, Lord, that they would have clarity, that they would understand the importance of their, their spouse. And I just pray, Lord, that they would just have the... Um, the opportunity with these relationships that you've divinely appointed to step out and to do those things which you've created for them to do together. We thank you for these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, John, David, thank you for being on the podcast today. If you're listening to this podcast, we want to encourage you to step out in becoming a better leader in the kingdom of God. And for some of you, that means in your retirement years. Adverse Radio invites you to make that first step in getting involved with those who risk much for Jesus by just subscribing to the newsletter and being encouraged by the stories of those who are doing just that. Our full color newsletter comes out every month and features stories from Humberto in Mexico and Russell in Latin America and Pastor Singh in India and many, many more who are serving on the front lines for the gospel. You can sign up for that at atriskradio.com. Hey, and lastly, we're supported by you. We're a crowdfunded ministry, so that means we're supported when you sign up to become a monthly donor or when you exchange a donation for a book in our bookstore. We may have a new bookstore coming out soon, so be watching for that. But right now, the bookstore is at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.